In the Know is brought to you by the physicians and staff of Nebraska Cancer Specialists. We are grateful for their time and support on this project. Nebraska Cancer Specialists is the largest community oncology practice in the region and the regional leader in cancer diagnosis, treatment, and research. Their physicians are some of the most experienced and highly qualified in the area. Nebraska Cancer Specialists provide considerate, state-of-the-art care for their patients at their five Metro Omaha locations. You didn't choose your diagnosis, but you can choose your care. Experience you can trust. Compassion you can feel. Nebraska Cancer Specialists. NebraskaCancer.com. Welcome to In the Know with NCS. I'm Kelly Horn, and today's topic is radiation therapy. We are here today with Dr. Amir Zara. Dr. Zara is a radiation oncologist, and he is joining us today to discuss some common asked questions associated with radiation therapy. Welcome, Dr. Zara. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. I'd like to begin by explaining to our listeners your medical credentials. So, Dr. Zara, D.O., I would imagine many of our listeners have seen MD or even a PhD after the end of their physician's name. Could you tell us what a DO is and how is it similar and different from an MD or sure. a PhD? Yeah, absolutely. So DOs receive their designation after completing medical school from an osteopathic medical school, and that's opposed to an allopathic medical school. So there's a lot more similarities than differences. The similarities between uh, osteopathic and allopathic training are generally that we follow the same scientific training in the basic sciences, whether it be anatomy, physiology, pathology, biochemistry. We complete the same national testing in studies and do our training and residency uh, in the same ways. But the differences stem from uh, early emphasis in medical school, where we have a lot of hands-on physical exam training and try to understand some of the different processes that manifest in the musculoskeletal system as a result of disease. Sometimes an early emphasis in addressing the whole body in treating the patient rather than just focusing on the disease can result in patients requiring less medication and improvement in symptoms earlier on. That's so interesting to me because I feel like in this day and age, there's we went through a transition of medication, medication, and now it's more symptom management and how can we kind of figure out why it's happening and what the disease is doing and really explaining that to patients and not always is it medication based, but, you know, explaining some of the similarities and the symptoms. So I think that's cool. I think, um, I still, as I'm doing these and I've worked with Nebraska cancer specialists for a few years now, I still sometimes think, what is the difference between that? And so I think that's great. I think our listeners will appreciate that. So when a patient's told they need radiation, many questions come to mind. Let's start by defining what is radiation therapy and how does it work? So um, radiation is the transmission of energy, most commonly x-rays. We use that to deliver a treatment. So x-rays, as most of us know, can be used to create a picture. But here we're utilizing a higher energy x-ray most commonly delivered from a machine, but it can also be delivered from a a device or a medication. And this works by damaging the machinery inside cancer cells that can't be repaired, ultimately causing those cancer cells to die. Why would someone need radiation therapy? And at what point after they're diagnosed does radiation therapy come into play? So radiation is one of the available tools we have in the treatment of cancer. It can be used alone or in combination with other tools such as surgery or systemic-based therapies like chemotherapy or immunotherapy. It can be used to treat cancer as well as some non-cancerous processes. 
Sometimes radiation is utilized at the time of initial diagnosis, but it can also be used years later after a patient's been dealing with cancer. Sometimes the goals are curative. Sometimes the goals are to provide relief from symptoms, such as improvement in pain control caused by cancer. So there's multiple areas where I think radiation can play a role in cancer treatment. Interesting. So you mentioned a little bit about x-ray and that there's some type of medication as well. So in terms of how it's administered, can you explain or maybe elaborate a little bit on that? Yeah. Most commonly, our radiation is delivered by a machine capable of moving around the patient and targeting x-ray energy, particularly to areas of the body where the cancer is. And that's called teletherapy. So teletherapy is Greek for distance. It can also be delivered from a device placed into the patient near the tumor, and that's called brachytherapy. So brachytherapy is Greek for short. Radiation can also be delivered by an injection. One exciting field of radiation that's growing rapidly is called theranostics. And here, targeted radiation can be used to precisely diagnose and deliver treatment from a medication that can localize to tumor cells based on specific markers seen on the tumor And this is able to deliver radiation to a very precise location. It's been utilized for years in the treatment of thyroid disease, but newer therapies seen in prostate and neuroendocrine disease as well. And we'll likely see a a generation of therapies developed for other sites uh, in the near future. So in terms of radiation and how it's administered, are there risks associated with receiving radiation? There are always risks and benefits from any therapy, and I like to think about radiation kind of like slow-motion surgery, where the risks and potential side effects we see with radiation treatment are mostly localized to the area we're treating. Sometimes we don't see anything. Sometimes the effects can be similar to inflammation. One example, in the setting of prostate cancer, sometimes we see patients experience an increase in urinary frequency during the course of therapy, and that generally improves while we complete the course of treatment. Sometimes we can see fatigue, and some patients can be more affected by that than others. What kinds of radiation are there available for patients? So radiation is generally an x-ray energy, and that treatment is delivered by a treatment machine called a linear accelerator. And here, a photon or electron particle is used to deliver the treatment. Another particle used in radiation treatment are protons. This type of therapy is only offered in certain centers across the U.S. as the machines that are required to deliver this type of treatment are very large and expensive. However, they still achieve the same effect as the photon linear accelerators. They just deliver the treatment using protons, which physically travel through tissues differently. And this can be more ideal in certain scenarios, such as pediatric patients. Interesting. So I'm sure patients ask you, is radiation painful for the patient? No, the treatment delivery is actually completely painless. Most patients don't even realize they're receiving the radiation aside from sometimes the machine making noise as it's being delivered. Can you explain what common or rare side effects a patient may incur or experience as it relates to their radiation treatment? The most common side effect I see is fatigue. Uh, Additionally, I see sometimes skin reactions, not unlike a sunburn that can be treated with skin moisturizers. On average, how long does a treatment take? And this question is really designed for as they come into your office and they have a radiation treatment that day as opposed to their regimen of treatment. So what can a patient expect if they come in for their radiation treatment? 
Most treatments only take a few minutes to deliver, usually with the patients lying down on a flat table surface. Some complex treatments can take longer to deliver, up to 45 minutes. I think our patients would think this is interesting and oftentimes ask, what type of doctor can give radiation therapy? Physicians that manage and deliver most radiation treatments are called radiation oncologists. These are physicians who completed their specialized training in radiation biology and physics. Additionally, some specialized radiologists who have training in nuclear medicine can also deliver therapeutic radiation treatment. And self-care is always important, and we have patients who ask, what can we do for ourselves during the course of radiation? Patients should always communicate with their physicians in order to understand what to expect with each type of treatment. This way they can understand ways to decrease the risks of side effects associated with the particular treatment, whether that's dietary recommendations or extra skin care. Usually we develop a plan before radiation starts so that we know what to expect through the course of therapy and can better recognize unexpected symptoms that we would be addressing differently. What should a patient wear to treatment? So patients come to treatment in their normal clothes, and they're instructed to undress areas right before treatment. We also commonly provide gowns. What are the benefits of radiation therapy? Radiation is a tool in the treatment of cancer, and we use different tools like surgery and systemic therapy to achieve our goals. Sometimes radiation can help provide a cure for disease. Sometimes in more urgent treatments, it can provide immediate relief, whether that be pain improvement, improvement in breathing, or to stop bleeding that's cancer-related. We have a lot of patients who ask, what questions should I ask my doctor prior to receiving treatment? I think two really important questions to ask are, what are the goals of this therapy? In this way, patients can better understand what radiation will be expected to accomplish. And then, what can I expect during treatment? In this way, patients have a reasonable expectation of what treatment will be like and not only be better prepared to address certain issues, but can also recognize early if something's not right. We want to remind our patients to call us early, call us first. That's kind of a tagline that we use on a lot of our marketing materials and a reminder that our physicians say to our patients as they leave their visits. What type of symptoms could a patient experience, such as a fever or cough, etc., and when should they notify their doctor? So going back to the previous question of what can I expect, I think having reasonable expectations for treatment and treatment-related effects allows patients to be equipped to recognize if they've developed something that's unexpected or whether the effects that they're experiencing are kind of an expected course of treatment. This way, things can be addressed immediately. Regardless, we always want to know and communicate with our patients how exactly they're tolerating treatment. And we do this regularly with our patients that are undergoing therapy. Any new fevers can be a sign of infection. That's something that we would obviously want to know about. We always provide resources to be available 24-7 and address any issues that come up during treatment. As we look into the future, what are some exciting things coming down the pipeline as it relates to radiation therapy? Is there anything you are enthusiastic about or looking forward to? I think precision medicine and the field of theranostics will be really exciting. As this field changes, we're learning how to address cancer with targeted therapies and direct our radiation more precisely, understanding how diseases respond to treatment and potentially achieve our goals with less side effects. 
Dr. Zara, what do you enjoy most about being in the radiation oncology field? So I think my favorite part about working in radiation oncology is just the variety of patients I get exposed to. I get a chance to meet people from different walks of life and talk about things that are completely unrelated to medicine. I feel I can develop a connection with most patients, and generally I feel like I connect with a different patient every day, and I take home stories that I wouldn't otherwise And just the experience of meeting so many people and hearing about what their life is outside of medicine ends up being very rewarding to me. Great. I like that. Dr. Amir Zara, everyone, thanks so much for joining us today. And thank you so much for having me. I really appreciated it. Absolutely. We hope you feel more in the know after hearing this. If you are looking for a medical oncologist or more information on treatments and therapies, visit NebraskaCancer.com. Thanks. Thank you so much. Parkville Media Production.